we continue with just how amazing Jesus is and the knowledge Jesus has no one in God's creation has. You will understand that you as a human being do not have the knowledge and wisdom Jesus has. That means you need Jesus with all his knowledge and wisdom in your life to learn from him, to become righteous and holy, to be able to inherit eternal life and to enter the, inter the kingdom of God. <clears throat> First, I want to explain the following scripture to you. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 30. This scripture means that Jesus, where he is in heaven, he is your treasure of wisdom and knowledge. And with this wisdom and knowledge, he will lead you from his throne in heaven to become righteous and holy so that you will become one of the precious stones he will be building into the spiritual house for God that will become his righteous kingdom as he foretold into Samuel 7 verses 12, 13 and 14. Now let me explain 1 Corinthians 1 verses 30. And it reads, it is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God. That is, our righteousness, holiness and redemption. This scripture does not mean that Jesus has become your righteousness and holiness and redemption, but you will find in him the knowledge and wisdom you need to know to become righteous and holy. You must understand that you do not go to heaven because Jesus is righteous. Jesus is not your righteousness, as many pastors are telling you. You are going to heaven on the basis of your own righteousness. You have attained on the basis of your own faith in Jesus. And because you have obeyed Jesus and followed him and obeyed him by listening and doing what the Holy Spirit has told you to do, and not to do. You have followed Jesus and have lived in this world as Jesus did and as the word says you in him and he in you and have been reformed into his image of righteousness and holiness. The image of God and of Jesus is righteousness and holiness. Because of your obedience to him and the Holy Spirit, Jesus is working through as the promise of the new covenant says it will be. Jesus is the only one who knows everything about you. And the only one who has the knowledge, wisdom as your priest and teacher and Lord and Savior to lead you to become righteous and holy as God the Father wants you to be. You could also read Matthew 25 verses 31 to 46 and Hebrews 11 and also James 2, James 3 to see, to learn more about what it means to become righteous. And again, this was and is the whole purpose of the new covenant. The law of God given through the Holy Spirit is a new way God is communicating with his righteous children, writing his laws in his heart on their hearts and preparing them to be built into this spiritual house which will become this special righteous kingdom he always wanted during the time of the Old Testament. Jesus is doing it for God as God foretold it in 2 Samuel 
7 verses 12, 13 and 14. Let me read it for you. 2 Samuel 7 verses 12. When your days are over and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up for you uh, up your offspring to succeed you, your own flesh and blood, and I will establish his kingdom. And God is referring here to Jesus. I will raise up your offspring. He is referring to Jesus. Verses 13. He is the one who will build a house for my name. And I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Referring to Jesus. Verse 14. I will be his father and he will be my son. Referring to Jesus. When he does wrong I will punish him with the rod yielded by men, with floggings inflicted by human hands. And in Jeremiah, the, the coming of the, of the new covenant is foretold there, is prophesied. Jeremiah 31, verse 31, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. Verse 32, It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors, when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt, because they broke my covenant, though I was husband to them, declares the Lord. The Lord. Number 33. This is a covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. And as we know, Jesus was the mediator of the new covenant. Uh, let us continue further with the knowledge and wisdom of Jesus. Number 18. Jesus learned how to be obedient to the Holy Spirit and as a human being how to overcome the devil. Philippians 2 verses 8. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Number 19. Jesus knows what happened when God the Father put his Spirit on him to be the anointed one of God to proclaim the good news, to proclaim freedom for the captives and to release the prisoners from darkness, as was pro prophesied through Isaiah the prophet. Number 20, Jesus knows what it means to be the Messiah, the Savior, and the Redeemer, and the Prince of Peace. Number 21, Jesus knows how it feels to be mocked and beaten by humans and how it felt to be left by God for a moment so that Satan could do what he wanted to do, for him to be killed by his, the devil's, followers, and they were the unbelievers. Number 22, still all the things Jesus knows of, the experience of Jesus. Jesus knows how, to, how it feels when God triumphed over the devil by raising him from the dead to show the devil that he is God. Number 23, Jesus experienced all the pain and hardship to be a son of God. Jesus learned what it takes to be obedient and to do the will of God, his Father, and his Father is also our Father. Number 24, while Jesus was experiencing the human life, he also was doing God's will. He was also doing what he had come for. 25. God sent Jesus as a servant, as a son, as a savior, as a mediator of the new covenant, as an example of righteousness, as a teacher of the 
near law of the Spirit and the teacher of righteousness, into this world and to bring the good news of salvation, the forgiveness of the sins committed on the first covenant that would set the people free from God's wrath. God sent Jesus into this world to make God known. God and Jesus knew that the people, the unbelievers, the Jews and Gentiles were going to kill Jesus, but out of their love for the people, they were still willing to do it, sending Jesus down into this world. Number 27, God and Jesus knew that the reason for the unbelief will be the work of the devil, and that the devil, the one responsible, will be for the death of Jesus. Number 28, God sent Jesus into this world to destroy the devil's work, or let us say a part of the devil's work for now, and these are disobedience and death he brought into the world. The devil deceived Adam and Eve as human beings, and is still deceiving the people as they struggle to overcome sin, and therefore obey him, the devil, as their God. As a human being, Jesus was obedient to God even to death, death on the cross to show the devil that there will be one who will not be deceived by him and who will not sin, as Jesus died without sin. God raised Jesus from the dead, as he promised he will do, and by that showing the devil that he is God, God alone and the giver of life. 